1: another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford coming right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listen to all of our great shows and if you can please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcast. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out Ox1947 today complaining about the refs at LakersBall.com. Plus also as well, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, that is Lakers Tom. And you can find Laker Tom today at Lakerholics.com, plus our good friend, Jamie Sweet. He's got five things to say always at Lakerholics.com. Plus, you can go ahead and also support Joe's business in the Southern California area because you need your lawn transformed into something much nicer than you have now. And to do that, go ahead and check out SimBlades.com. That's SimBlades with the Y.com. Plus, our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. If you can support them and give them a big shout out as well, that is sincerely appreciate it and don't forget go ahead and subscribe below sean grice today he's not a scary guy go ahead and hit that subscribe button to know you know you what happens then when you subscribe you get the latest notifications when we go live on the air like our halloween eve special after the game we'll go ahead and talk a lot of great things and we might even be festive during that time We'll go ahead and have that, but you won't get the notification unless you subscribe. So please go ahead and subscribe today on YouTube. We're so thankful for everybody that does subscribe and we truly appreciate it and keep going and supporting and doing all you can for us right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. We're already starting in the chat. The world's best Lakers chat is already starting. That's how you do an open, (laughs) Joe. Didn't think I remember, but you did a good job trying. You did a good job trying indeed. Once again, though, the Lakers, unfortunately, heading into Minnesota with the league's worst record at 0-4. Would they go ahead and be able to get out of the slump? Unfortunately, that is a big no, because Anthony Davis decided to sit down with lower back stiffness, I should say, stiffness. But there was also rumors that Russell Westbrook would be coming off the bench, and sure enough, he did. The lineup was made changes. uh, but it did not include Russell Westbrook. He did come off the bench and the Lakers still unfortunately could not find enough offense in their half court. Still just very disappointing. Mistakes down the stretch, turnovers all game long. They simply find a way to lose each and every time out and once again they did. 111 to 102 they get beat by Minnesota. 22 turnovers. They did actually shoot better. From three-point area, they did actually shoot 31%, so that's an improvement after the league's worst three-point shooting with Austin Reeves and Troy Brown Jr. both hitting from the three-point area. How did Russell Westbrook do? Well, for those Russell Westbrook supporters, hmm, they're going to probably say he did great with 18 points and eight rebounds and three assists, but the detractors are going to say, hey, five turnovers, five fouls, and 50% from the line and six of 17 from the field. He had one stretch in the second quarter where he was looking pretty good, but outside of that, really wasn't that effective overall. The Lakers, again, in the offense, the half-court offense, it was really just they can't they can't muster enough points. LeBron can't do it all, and it seemingly he had to at times with just times one on four, him going into the lane, four people coming down on him. 28 points still nonetheless, 4 steals, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Really solid game for him, even though, again, he was just doing some things all by himself. But when it came down to it, the Lakers in the paint, they just got really ransacked by Rudy Gobert. 22 points, 21 rebounds, 13 defensive and 8 offensive rebounds. Simply was just killing it in the paint. Even though the Lakers overall out-rebounded them, it's just at the critical times... Rudy Gobert was getting in their way and actually scoring the ball. Anthony Edwards chipped in with 29. really solid effort. He's really going to be on the up and up as far as him as a uh, getting to be a star status, getting into a superstar status someday down the line. could happen sooner or later because he really looked good today. Carl Anthony Towns 21 points chipped in as well, and again, the Minnesota Timberwolves beat the Los Angeles Lakers 111 to 102 i got a full crowd on tap here for this evening show so hopefully you'll be able to join us love the chat room already thank you so much for joining us first up is a good man indeed you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today right there for you at lakerholics.com it is the number one lakers blogger it is laker tom and laker tom great to have you back my friend we're all almost-
0: gerald always a pleasure to be here
1: even when the lakers lose I will say, though, that we are going to go ahead and do what we can to celebrate the Halloween on the Sunday evening show. So hopefully everybody will be a part of that. But your thoughts on today's game? I just thought that, again, it was really hard for the Lakers to, with their NBA's worst offense, I really thought it was really difficult for them to go ahead and muster enough offense in the half court. Again, their, their jump shooting, their, their three-point shooting outside of Troy Brown and Austin Reeves was not effective. And Rudy Gobert on the inside was creating way too much havoc for them as well.
0: Well, yeah, you miss AD and you really find out a lot about the rest of the team. Um, And it's kind of interesting because you could almost make an argument and it'll be interesting to see how it works out. I, I thought that there were some good signs for the game and I prefer to focus on the positive things of the game. I mean, We're 0-5, and it's eerily like like last year where you just kept thinking, could this really, you know... still? You're still in non-belief, and it lasted for a long time last year. Longer for some of us, like myself. Um, But, you know, we're not losing games the same way. We're not... and, And the difference, the real difference is the team is really playing pretty good defense. The truth of the matter is that we're just we're just not as good as the other teams talent wise, especially when it comes to size and shooting. Those are our two weaknesses. And even though we won the rebounds and we won the points in the paint, uh, turnovers gave up 16 points in turnovers and, uh, and then also 15 point differential and three points. And, and, you know, that's the game when they say that defense will keep you in the game. They're absolutely correct. And, uh, the announcers, the Lakers announcers made the other good point, which is that when your offense sucks, your defense just has to be perfect to give you any chance to win. And and obviously our defense wasn't perfect. I mean, Ant-Man is for real. And uh, and if you don't have some people of, of of at least the same size to battle with Rudy, he's going to dominate underneath there. Uh, their experiment of the of the two of them together, I think, is looking good, and and a lot of it depends on Ant Man, um, but they they've got a good team, you know. And um, we were undermanned, but I thought we gave a good effort, and and I, it'll be interesting to see where our defensive rating is at the end of this. The thing that still screams at me as you as you look at the situation is, the Lakers need to trade. Nothing's going to change between now and you know we're zero and five. I so will probably, say
1: Turner and Healed look good tonight.
0: There are the thing is there are a lot of teams who will want these unprotected draft picks that are post LeBron and possibly post AD. Um, and if you turn around and can get three starters, maybe four rotation players, which is what the Lakers are trying to do. They're trying to do a multi-team trade because they like to get the best of everybody's. I like the best guy from the from the Pacers, the best two guys maybe, and then maybe the best guy from the Jazz and the best guy from the Hornets, something like that. They're trying to put together a deal like that so that they can exchange at least four players. And uh, that'll dramatically upgrade the Lakers, you know. Um, Right now, you know, I I like the effort. I like that they fought and, and they got back. It was good to see Brown start to shoot. I think he has good potential. He's got size at least. When Gabriel continued to have, you know, it's interesting, the, every single one of the starters was a negative plus minus. I mean, it's only a nine-point game. I mean, it's not like we were got creamed. Um, but every one of the reserves who played was positive.
1: Uh, except for Russ, who was a zero.
0: Oh, Russ was a zero. Well, that's yes. at least not negative.
1: You fill in the blanks way. on that
0: one. You know what's interesting about the Westbrook situation is we saw him alone a lot tonight. But we also saw him with LeBron a lot. And in both instances, I thought he was pretty effective. It's still the turnovers, the blown layups that that frustrate you. And mostly, and it's really not Russ's fault, mostly it's the fact that he's just such a poor fit for the team and his salary is so big that we really could use the three players that we could replace him with. And I don't know what it's going to take to get... uh, to get Rob Polinka to feel some urgency here, you know, um, I do think that the, I do think the Russ off the bench thing will work out now without AD in there. You, Russ was pretty effective. And if he could just play under a little more control and, and, uh, and frankly, just the same thing as, as LeBron, there was a period. What did we end up with three point shooting? Did we have, did, does anybody have that real? 31%. Point? How many did 29. we make? How many did we make? Nine. 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 Okay. So that we ended up making three then because early in the fourth quarter, we had not made a three in the second half after shooting fairly well in the first half. And we were only down nine points in the three pointer So they, it, it's so hard to, it's so hard to fight uphill like that. And, you know, and, And when you say they're going to return to the mean, the mean doesn't really matter until you get to 50, 60 games. By then, you know, you're going to have a lot of takes and makes. Um, The Lakers Lakers need to trade. They need size. I, I think also, too, with AD, seeing AD, who promised 82 games and has now missed his first game out of the six, and seeing how we'd struggle against teams with size, I think a lot of that says that you have to whatever whatever you end up with in a trade has to go through. Part of it has to be has to start with the Indiana Pacers and Miles Turner. We need size, you know. We need size on defense, and we need a stretched center. Um, Damian Damian Jones should never be past the ball unless he is standing all alone underneath the basket. Um, I swear, with shades of Kwame Brown.
1: You know it. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it's either you or Joe's going to say that.
0: What well, any Laker fan, who as long as we have been Laker fans, would immediately see the similarities. And I, and I like Damien, but, but man, it's just hands of hands of rock. <laughs> you know, it, the fans were sort of behind Russ tonight, better than they've been before. Even though he missed those threes, but the whole arena was laughing when he. Dribble the ball off his knee, out of balance at that last play. Um, you hate to see that, and, and hopefully, you know. I mean, there was a point in the game where he was playing so well. I was thinking that, you know, I was thinking that's just terrible because Belinka's probably thinking, "Hey, man, maybe this will work. I'll wait. I'll wait until maybe maybe they want to trade Kyrie for another expiring contract. Maybe they'd rather buy Russ out for forty-seven than Kyrie for $37 million or something crazy like that. You never know. Polinka has not been on the phone. I think I would send somebody to his house to make sure he's alive or the office. Make sure he hasn't, you know, had a heart attack or something or is laying unconscious somewhere. Um, Because this team, I don't know what the record was. I know that there were only two teams in history that had made the playoffs after starting 0-4. and And neither made, neither won a championship. The last time the Lakers started 0-4, they finished 17-win 17, 17 win season. Now they're 0-5. I'm, the stats are going to be wonderful. You know, you, first thing I'm going to do when I get off the air is go check stat news and see what the latest is for that. It's got to be, you know, how many games? It's not games
1: good, behind? Tom. It's not good.
0: Yeah, I mean, how many games behind? How many games under 500 do you have to be? I mean, what's the record you're gonna to need to be able to even make the play in tournament? Mm-hmm. You've got to at least win half your games or pretty close to it. We'll be lucky to be five and fifteen at the end of the first 20 games if if Polinka actually goes through with the current strategy and 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 says he's gonna wait till the end of November after Thanksgiving to make a move. I mean, what's gonna change? Who could come on the scene in the next thirty days? really what it is isn't it because we're almost done with our almost done with october so what 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 new could be out there you know you know the basic things that you're looking for you want you want to spend the two picks get get healed and turner you want to take just a bunch of contracts and maybe you don't even have to give them a pick and and you can take uh rosier and and uh hayward you know i mean they got them they're they're like a hundred million dollars between the two of them I don't know. It's like, it's, I'm sorry, it's $130 million between the two of them still left on their contracts. They could save over a hundred million dollars probably with Russ trading for Russ. Um, MJ, you know, that's, that's like getting another, another Nike contract for MJ, you know, well probably not, probably not that good, but hundred million dollars is a lot of money to save uh, in salaries on a trade, especially if you're, if Miles Bridges has undercut the future of that franchise, hurt. I don't know how long he's going to be out. The Lakers just need to do something. And, and for me, it was a disappointing game, but it was a game again where there were times when I thought the Lakers came back great. I like, I love the way they finished the first half, same way they finished the second half, uh, the first half, the last game. And I thought they came out and played a great third quarter. You know, they just, They're just not as good as the other team, man. And the other team is a better shooting team. And that's really what happened at the end. Um, So, you know, it just reinforces the fact that the difference between this team that we've got right now, the roster we have right now and the roster we had last year is that this is a younger roster that they don't have the ability to elevate LeBron, to complement LeBron and AD enough Primarily because of the shooting and size, but they play a lot better defense, and and the losses we're in the we're in these games. It's not like we're getting blown out by twenty and thirty the way we were last year, where it was just feeling hopeless. You know, what feels hopeless about it? The situation now is that we're actually playing really pretty well and not winning. You know, it's uh, as opposed to playing terrible and not winning. Um, but we're still making we, – we're still – these are still winnable games, you know, one or two times out of ten probably. Um, and we just haven't been able to hit the jackpot on those one or two times where where your shooting is on or somebody's having an, a career game, you know, or something like that. Um, but I remain positive that there are trades out there and there are more than one team that wants one of those golden Lakers post-LeBron and post AD. First-round unprotected draft
2: picks. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break.
1: Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Uh, so you would watch The Tomorrow War before The Matrix? Yes. If you forced me down. I was tied into a chair, and I had to watch one thing. I would say The Matrix was rich
3: really funny yeah
1: because of all the cut scenes i could remember what a good movie was like (laughs) (laughs)
3: well played
1: sir well played yes that's the only reason for the flashbacks to to remind you what a good matrix movie was that's the pop culture cosmo show and the pcc multiverse catch our shows on worldwide radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts hey lakers fans looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news Also here today to talk about this game, unfortunately, with the Lakers, unfortunately, still losing (sighs) again, execution down the stretch and execution, the half court still getting the Lakers plus also trying to box out. They were undersized undermanned as again, unfortunately, as only they can. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break and here today to talk about this game as far as what went on with 111-102 as far as the loss is concerned. Good man indeed. He's the madman from Toronto getting out of Toronto traffic. He's the magic man, Sean Grice. And Sean, before I mute myself, wanted to go ahead and wish you well. Thanks so much for joining us. Your thoughts on today's game and, unfortunately, the fact that we just don't have enough offense or talent to go ahead and get the job done right now.
2: Well, thank you again for having me, Gerald. And um, admittedly, looking at the uh, team stats once again, um, you're right. You said it off the top of the show. Uh, We just find new ways to lose. This is... I I understand the efforts there, especially when you're trying to dig yourself out of a hole like the one we've created for ourselves. But the fact remains that the group that uh, is assembled right now is just not good enough. They're not going to be good enough Sunday... They're not going to be good enough the game after that. And admittedly, I'm guessing uh, off the top of my head where the first win is going to come from because uh, I don't know. What's troubling to me is you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. And the last two years, it's just been the same thing. It's the same problem. We don't have shooters, we don't have defenders, and we don't have size. It, it's, it's the same problem Polinka created when he dismantled our championship squad, and he hasn't been able to pivot himself back in the right direction. And like Tom said... Is anybody checking to see if he's MIA? Like has has like is his office in El Segundo just boarded up at this point? It it, it seems to me that um after Sunday, which by the way, please Jeannie and please Rob don't literally and I'm I'm not trying to be funny here with a pun. Don't rob Mr. Mikin of his honor on Sunday. It's well overdue. He deserves the night for himself. But after that, somebody has to come forward when they're 0-6 and put a face on this and take some responsibility.
1: But also here to take responsibility for himself and his five things, the good man indeed. It is also Jamie Sweet. Jamie, great to have you here, my friend. Thanks so much again, Sean. Appreciate joining us in Laker Tom. Also, I got Joe Sorrell on tap. You know he's got a lot to say, but first, it is Jamie Sweet. Of course, Yami Swoot, Mr. Five Things. I guess Yami Swoot has caught on. Is it trending worldwide on Twitter as of yet?
3: Listen, man, that's been going for a while. It's my lighting designer moniker. It's, it's he's a Swedish-born lighting designer from uh, Sweden.
1: Okay, fair enough, fair enough indeed. But your thoughts on the game? Uh, to me, again, it's just not being able to, to generate much in the half court, just not being able to shoot well enough. You know, just they're they are a losing team, and they're certainly playing up to that
2: billing.
3: Yeah, I mean it's funny that Magic Man used the uh the Ann Richards quote in his analysis because I dropped that same quote in my Fiver a couple days ago after the Denver game, which is it's you can put lipstick on a pig and call it uh I forget the name she calls it, but it's still a hog. Uh or some variation thereof. but Sean got it right. And uh look, the writing was on the wall after preseason last year and people can people can talk themselves into anything but if you're paying attention during preseason this season, paying attention last season, this isn't a team that can execute in the half court. This this team is grittier or guttier or plays harder, I guess, but without the skill or the talent to m- make it hold up in any meaningful way. And you're going to see that over and over and over again. We have a team of cast-offs. We have a team of afterthoughts and, 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 and secondhand players. And they're all playing prominent roles. But these are the tools we had to work with. You know, you can say it's not Russ's fault. It's, it really isn't Russ's fault. It's not his fault that, you know, he signed a huge contract in his next-to-last season in OKC, and that's the contract that he's still getting paid today. And, you know, it's it's not his fault that he's, an, a, a you know, a, a weird – he's a square wheel on a team that needs round wheels or however you want to describe it. But it is everybody's fault. For not figuring this out. It, and it's the person I've been blaming the most is Rob. Uh, he got an extension for the wonderful work he's done. And so this is going to go on for a while. I don't see Jeannie pulling the plug. I don't see Rob quitting. I wish he would. This team's going to be hard to watch this season. This team's going to be really hard to watch for 82 games. Uh, so people take a game or two off. Don't feel bad. It's really not worth your time. This is a bad team. It's a poorly thought out and poorly assembled team. And if the thought was, well, we can just make a trade and fix it. That's a bad, that's a bad strategy. You're relying on the generosity of another team. You're, you're relying on the the desirability of draft picks that are five and seven years out, respectively. You're relying on the fact that it doesn't matter where we trade us; They're just going to buy them out anyway. And it doesn't matter. Nothing, not, not, It'll all just get fixed with the trade is bad strategy because the truth is, is it won't. It won't get fixed with the trade. You bring in Buddy Heald, bring in Miles Turner. Maybe one of them plays when the game is on the line tonight. Maybe, maybe it's it's probably Turner for defense, right? In our defense-first uh, culture, between Vogel and Ham, does that what does that change? What that still doesn't change the six other guys you're relying on, five other guys, maybe who can't put the ball in the basket, who can't make a fundamental lead-the-break pass, who can't do basic basketball things. They can do a basketball thing, maybe two. There are no complete players on this team outside of Russ, AD, and LeBron. The rest are projects and guys who couldn't find a deal somewhere else. Last year, you had the Ring Chaser team, a bunch of old guys who ran out of gas every single game. You saw it coming every single game. Other teams would step on the gas and just outspeed us, outplay us, outgun us. This year, we're stepping on the gas, but we're like a car. We're like, you know, it's like a 15 year old driver with their learners from it. The car just kind of swerves all over the place and crashes into a wall. And then we go, wow, who saw that coming? <laughs> Anybody who's ever seen a 15 year old drive should see that coming. So, you know, Rob's the wrong man for the job. He, he, he lucked into COVID nineteen, and uh, that's where we're at. That's where this is at. We're 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 at a bad place as a franchise, in my opinion, because I don't see a I don't see a way out. Even if you make a trade, like let's just say for let's just say in two weeks or a week or tomorrow, let's say tomorrow. Let's just say for for the sake of everybody, let's just say for tomorrow. Tomorrow we trade for Buddy Hield and Miles Turner. I don't see a third team getting involved for the number of assets that we have, which is not enough to involve a third team. Um, It's just, it's not going to work. We we don't, we lack the grease to make that kind of trade work. It's not going to happen. So now you're talking about two guys when you need four or five, like Tom said, Tom's right. We we're, we're four ish guys short of a real basketball team. And you've, we've seen it every single night this it's not like, Oh, this was a one-off or preseason was an aberration.
1: I told you the depth on this team was horrible. Oh, Probably the worst in the league.
3: I doubt anybody disagree with you. Uh, and it, it's I, I like, I, I don't want to fault these guys for not trying. Tom's right. They played hard and that's great. We saw that we saw the team kind of give up in games last season. And I consider that to be a more egregious offense for a professional athlete, but that the fault isn't on the players and I don't blame ham either he was given, he's trying to make, he's trying to make a delicious sandwich out of turds and bucket lids. Nobody wants to eat a turd and bucket lid sandwich, Uh, nobody. And it's not going to work on a basketball court. And so our turd and bucket lid sandwich is not going to do very well this whole season. Uh, You know, though they might win 20 games. I'm calling 20 games right now with a trade that maybe goes up to, 25, 30, still three games fewer than last season. And that's not the play-in. That's not the play-in. The play-in that LeBron ridiculed and is now banking his late-stage career on every season. And so this is why you don't anger the basketball gods, point number two. Don't anger the basketball gods. Don't don't try to tell people or, 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 or don't try to pretend that this is working, Laker front office. Don't don't come out on media day and tell what the fans what they deserve. The fans, well, like are, Sean
1: said, or like Sean indicated, I'm waiting to see what happens on Sunday when they
3: try. They're not going to gonna say any, they're, they're not going to say anything. There will be nothing. They're not going to. They're not going to. They're not going to rain on the George Mike and parade. They're going to retire. The, well, the fans
1: will boo. The fans will boo if Genie or Rob steps out on there. They
3: won't. They won't. It won't be Genie or Rob.
4: If anyone shows up.
3: No, it'll be it'll be Magic or Kareem or yeah. Worthy or Ori or Derek Fisher.
4: Ori can't you know talk.
3: Uh, or you know, I, it I hope be? it's
4: Derek Fisher.
3: It'll be the ultimate company man. I Friends hope it's Morgan. Derek Fisher. It'll probably be Fisher, but it doesn't matter. It won't be That'd either be, one of them. But they're it not going to make that call.
4: they I have to see that one. No,
3: they they don't they don't have the stone to come out and face the fans. I don't
4: know if they have that. They're not smart for that one
3: they don't have the stone to come out and face the fans. And so it'll be it'll be a it'll be a company man and that's fine. It listen, it's nice that they're re- retiring George Mikan's jersey. He was he's he's one of the foundational players in the league. This this changes nothing. It changes nothing. It changes nothing that we have an inept man running the team. You know what I was thinking today? You look at other teams and you know where the fault lies. Bob Myers is in charge of Golden State. There's no question about that. Sure the Wacab family pays the bills Bob Myers has great communication with Steve Nash and they run that team there's no question about it Sean Marks for better or worse is running the Brooklyn Nets there's no question about it Kevin Durant tried to pull LeBron and be like I think this kind of stuff should happen this summer and look it got shoved right back in his face and that's how you should run a team you shouldn't run a team like you're an agent trying to make everybody happy trying to get everybody to do make it work do your job as you can tell i'm pretty disgusted with this state of things right now this team is pissing me off this year i everybody who likes this team who has been watching this team their whole freaking lives deserves better they deserve better than this
1: well i will say to usmc semper fi He's usually not like this. He's usually the cheery one of the bunch, giving us those funny analogies. And look at him. The way the team is performing is really even getting to him. That tells you right there. But also, if you want real, well, actually, I don't know if he's going to be angry because he's been so angry for so many weeks now. It's just kind of falling on, I guess, dark times for him. Good man indeed, however. You got to go in and check him out today at LakersBall.com. Plus, get your lawn transformed if you're in the southern california area today at simblades with a y.com it is joe soro aka ox 1947 laker tom didn't have to depart for the evening but we truly appreciate him contributing and after a game like this i guess <laughs> pretty much said and gone right there for you but my friend again we've come to a situation where the lakers just don't have enough to win basketball games
4: if 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 those who watch the show are going to learn anything in life, this is probably a good spot for a sports show because I always like to equate life experiences into the sports experience. Because in a lot of ways, these guys are living that real life. Jeannie, Rob, Darvin Ham, LeBron, you know, this is real life to them. So it it's 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 relevant. Um, I was list- I was reading... Uh, a quote that Blue Magic wrote, uh, what was it, 10 minutes ago. I have it right here. He had said, uh, Darvin Ham, supposed new leader of our team, it's still early. We're still figuring it out. We're going to continue to work hard. That could be interpreted in so many different angles. I've already heard Darvin Ham's spiel. I heard it the first I think maybe the first or second preseason game we are going on almost a month with one win. Okay. One win. And. And is it going to, is it going to, is it going to take zero and 20 before he starts panicking? Is he the type of guy that's going to panic? Am I still on here, G?
1: Yep. You're still on my friend. You're good. I just wanted to make
4: sure. So, um, it, it, it's. I'm trying to say this. I'm trying not to repeat myself here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what I. Hey, assessed. we got
1: another visitor. Oh, look look who's here! Oh my gosh, Joe! You know well, they am, just what never stop. What am I missing here? Uh, sexchat69 dot site. Oh, he showed up. Oh, sorry, up. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was
4: down in Blue, Mag, Blue Magic's uh, thing. Yeah. Oh, well, how you doing, you uh, Sexchat69? Thanks All for right. coming by. Yeah, thanks um, for coming by. Got to go. Okay. Bye bye. Okay, so. Wait wait wait! Did where are go- the hot
3: where are the hot girls? I don't even see them. Didn't even no, provide th- those a guys are catfishing.
4: That. They're not. They don't. They're not hot girls. They're actually hot guys with beards. Um, <laughs>
1: oh, so, Dar- <laughs> so,
4: so, <laughs> so darvinham is 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 continuing this lackluster, leaderless uh, dialogue. Something and we would have been mean because everybody wants to be nice. Everybody wants to you know, hope. Right. And that, and, and, you know, we all, we all fall into that, but the reality is I'm only doing that for show. When I get off air, there is no, there usually only takes one thing for you to do to know who you, to, for me to know who you are. Darvin ham is a, a, a non-factor in this team and he will be a non-factor. I see a future in him uh, maybe getting another job somewhere, but not likely going to be a, a, uh, uh, the standard in terms of head coach somewhere. So he's out the door. As far as I'm concerned, this constant dialogue over the last month, I, I, I don't see anything positive there. He hasn't implemented any kind of offense that's going to take advantage of a little bit of something with this team. And don't tell me that there's no talent on this team. You have LeBron James and Anthony Davis on this team. You should be able to do something with those guys. They're practically top 10 players. If they're playing, in a game. So, Darvin Ham, God, we've been talking about Rob, we've been talking about Jeannie. We know what their capabilities are, and their capability is just like Sean was saying, we don't even know if, if Rob is alive right now. For all we know, he's hanging somewhere, and uh, no one's checked up on him on a welfare check. Uh, Jeannie is probably in some room, uh, probably crying about some, some drapes or something. God knows what the hell she's doing. LeBron James, uh, this is probably the first time. I honestly can say I really feel bad for this guy, and not just this season. It, it, an epiphany hit me today while I was watching because I saw him do this. I saw him get to the hole, and it was this one play, I think it was in the third quarter, to Wayne, uh, to Gabriel. And it was, it was one of those things where, he, and I might be overlooking this, but he didn't have to give it to the guy, you know? But he gave it to him because this was probably Gabriel's best game ever, right? And he just wanted to probably keep him – just do something to, to enhance something, you know? And I'm going, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the to some degree the Miami Heat, they, had, they have done just such a disservice in the inability to create the, the, the perfect team for LeBron. Because I believe every great, every great, whether it's Kareem, whether it's uh, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, Shaq, you know, uh, Tim Duncan, those guys at some point in their career had the perfect team. The perfect team for their, for, at some point in their prime. I, I can honestly say I think the closest team LeBron had to a perfect team was probably the 2020 Lakers. I know some will argue 2016, but that was that was a team of that was just the year they won a championship. They won in 2012, they won in 2013, but there was never this like like dominance from beginning to end, where a team was just meant to play for LeBron James or to enhance his skill set, And if anything, he's had the worst of any superstar I've ever had. You build a team for LeBron James with no shooters. I mean, you might as well have built Shaq with no guy, no one, no one being able to distribute the ball down low to him. I mean, that's really what it would be. No one can get Shaq the ball. That's how you constructed that team. But in LeBron's terms, you give him a team (laughs) where he has no shooters. You have nothing. And then you keep hearing these things like we're playing hard and we're doing this hard and hard what? what are you talking about? what what does that even mean? If you're a true leader, why don't you just say something that can at least give me some respect give you some respect you know what we suck do some Jim more action do something you know we absolutely stink until we start shooting better this is not going to change. I mean you, what are you worried about? Darvin, you, you you got a guaranteed contract. If you get fired after 20 games, you're, you're going to be sitting at home making money. It's just, it's, it's. I'm watching this game and I'm sorry to Tom, um, you know, in, t- in terms of his positiveness in certain parts of the game. I am i can't, guys. This Every game seems like the same damn game. This one just lasted a little bit longer, but it's the same game, game in, Game out. They are. LeBron is just absolutely. He's going to flame out here probably by December. His ankle, his hamstring, his ear, his hair, whatever, whatever's left of it is going to finally say, "All right, I got to take a break because I can't keep carrying this anymore." And we got nothing, guys. We got nothing, and it's it's just tragic. I don't. I, I, and we're not. We don't only really have a solution after this year. There's nothing. What are we gonna get in the off season? These guys have no, I mean I'm I'm look at us. We're the Laker fans. We're out the of ones, the
1: frying pan and into the fire, my we're friend. We're the Laker
4: fans. We're the ones that want to hope and do great. But then when you get to the realistic side of things, what what team in the NBA is going is gonna do anything for us or try to make anything work to where it's even? They just want to fleece this team. So not only do you suck at your job, you have the teams out there that are not gonna do jack squat for you. And, and my, mind you, jack squat means usually two teams try to make things even for both teams. Teams that trade with the Lakers or do anything with Lakers don't want an even trade. They want to they want the Lakers to, to dissolve an asset. And, of course, you have a former agent who's in charge. There's a reputation there. You had the number one Laker ever. I mean, you can argue Kobe is 1-1A and 1A with Magic. Who said that these guys backstabbed him? How how's that going to go around the league when Magic Johnson is one of the most respected, most guiding light in sports in the whole world? How's that going to work? Doesn't 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 look good. And we keep talking about the bubble. We keep talking about two years ago, which I swear it feels like five years ago. Does it? Doesn't it feel like five years ago? I. I I can't believe it. it's still October, guys. We won a championship two years ago. And I, I I get stuck sometimes when that comes to the realization that it was two years ago. Because now I'm feeling like are we are we just en- entitled a-holes? We just won a championship two years ago, and we're we're, you know, Jamie's like, we deserve better. And I'm sitting there like, I, I get what Jamie's saying, but I'm like, I wonder what the Kings think. What about the Pacers? <laughs> what about Orlando? What do they think? (laughs) They probably look at us and go, you, man, we haven't won Jack anything. What are you worried about? You won one two years ago. Just absolutely terrible. And I think the hard part for me is I didn't want to watch the game tonight. I watch it because we have to. We have to entertain our people. And I have to know what's going on. I can't just watch the box score like 90% 90% of the Yahoo's tr- who think they know sports until I come in the room and say, well, that's wrong. That's wrong. And that's wrong. And that's wrong. And they can't do anything. Cause I know what's up. <laughs> this year in sports has been just abysmal. I, I can't even, I can't even, I don't know what to do. I, I have so many other things I can do that are productive. Boy, I'm just, I just wasted a whole year watching baseball. And I am not going to make that mistake again. And if it wasn't for this show, I would, I would, I would, I don't think I'd be catching these games on a regular. I'll tell you that right now.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, I am thankful that you are still catching the games because we always love to hear your opinion and the crowd also does as well. I do want to mention as we continue the Lakers fast break before we head on out and before we get the last thoughts from these guys, before we head on out, cause we are going to cut it down a little bit early. So I do apologize for that. Although, you know, We go an hour long, which is still more than most of the Laker podcasts that are out there. So for us, this is kind of short, but thank you so much for watching and listening. If you haven't subscribed already, please go ahead and do so. It gives us all kind of love and support that we truly need. I do want to mention that there was a shocking release by the San Antonio Spurs on a player, Josh Primo, who was the first round draft pick for them at number 12 last year. Unfortunately, he was waived today with still years on his contract. He actually had two years remaining on his contract. Unfortunately, he was waived, but I guess it was dealing with a previous trauma that he suffered. He made an official statement that's on Twitter. He's dealing with mental health issues, so dealing with a previous trauma that he suffered. So he's going to take time uh, right now to go ahead and focus on that. So I wish him the best. I wish this young man, especially at 19, Hold on a beginning. second. Hold on a
4: second. Mental health issue. Do you really think that Popovich and the Spurs, being the the the, the class organization they are, just going to drop this guy because of some mental health issue? Something he happened a, something, here.
1: something he said they had a previous trauma. I want, I want you all to involved.
4: get used to this. I want you all to get used to this. People are going to make bonehead decisions, and they're going to use mental health as an as a as a as an excuse. When when there are people out there that have actual mental health issues, clinical mental health issues, and those are going to be marginalized because of crap like this. I guarantee you, Greg Popovich is the most sensitive guy you'll ever meet in your life in in the NBA for them to drop him the way they did with his talent. Something bad happened. This is not a mental health issue.
0: Come on, man. This is well, ridiculous.
1: He didn't specify the previous trauma that has been affecting him, so I don't know what that is. We don't know the whole story, so I, I want to at least give some type the of first answer. Always, up.
4: it's always that. Now, it's always that excuse. It can't be. Nah, never. Well, right, it must have been
1: something honest. serious for them to go ahead and and again. That you know they're eating two years of the you know next two. They're years. They're eating the talent.
4: They just threw away talent. You don't do that. If he had done something that was you know, let's say detrimental to team policy, they would have traded him, but this is bad. Something happened bad. Might've been, uh, it might've been drugs. I think uh, what BDA just mentioned it. If it was, you know, meth or something, I guess that, that would make sense too.
1: Again, maybe the real story will come out in the wash. We're not sure, but I just wanted to mention that because I know it's been all over Twitter today in regards to that. Primo probably pushed pop or something. You know, I, I thought it might have been a pop issue. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. We'll see. But I do want to go ahead and get uh, actually Sean in here. Sean, before we head on out, do you have any thoughts on this situation? Let me go ahead and mute everybody and let you go ahead and rock and roll on what your thoughts on this. And also, any thoughts on Russell Westbrook? Because again, 6-17, of 17, he had that one stretch in the second quarter where started to look like his old self. Then at all the declining returns from there, unfortunately, there was not much left to offer for him as far as. What was going on, and again, just not enough for LeBron to go ahead and get the game done and and actually win the game outright.
2: Look, I come from a military family. My brother's in the Canadian military right now. My grandfather and uncle served in World War II. My other uncles in the Navy. Uh, it's, It's it's a history and it's um it's a calling and it's not for everybody. And normally and normally, when you hear the heat culture, the Spurs culture, that's not a slogan. That they've actually built up a culture, and a lot of it is militaristic. You have to be of a certain temperament. You have to be of a certain demeanor. You have to carry yourself a certain way. And if you don't, or if you can't, you are exiled. Here's what is preached with both of those teams. The team matters more than the individual. You hear that over and over again with both of those franchises. The team matters more than the individual. So if you're an individual and you feel different, i.e. Kawhi, you're exiled. Dennis Rodman, you're exiled. That's just the way it is. We're ju- I, I I'm I'm with you, Gerald. I'm with Joe. With it's it smells like a rat. When it smells, it smells, and uh, I smell a rat too. There's something something not quite right here. I think eventually it'll come to light, but I I think with a team like this, they keep everything very close, uh, like very close to the vest. They don't. Really, let things leak. I also wanted to to just comment on uh, Russell Westbrook and just the team overall right now. Our friend Richard has a has a comment here. This team is really bad and might have to blow it up. Look, I understand if some Lakers fans want to come to that perception that somehow because we see the inevitable, which is just pure anarchy, that if we just blow it up right now, that somehow it'll ease the situation. That That's not an answer. This team is controlled. Its fate is controlled by the New Orleans Pelicans over the next two seasons. The Lakers aren't in a position to be incentivized to tank. That's not what the primary, secondary, tertiary objectives should be. They should be trying to win as many games as possible in order to try and derail the Pelicans' uh, fate that they hold in the palm of your hands. But you're making it easier for them right now by playing so poorly. And you can't blow it up because right now Anthony Davis is shooting less than 17% on jumpers. That includes mid-range and long distance. So basically from 16 feet out, he's shooting less than 20%. If you were going to trade Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is the player where you could accumulate picks for. LeBron, not so much. A team isn't going to surrender an unprotected first-round pick for LeBron. I don't even think you could get one for him. Even though he's he's a legacy player and might have a lot in the tank, I don't think a team would give you an unprotected first for him. I think you could get one or two if Anthony Davis is playing at his optimal level. But he's not. And I've mentioned this before. If, if now is this uh, time in his life where his athleticism has basically leveled out, then he's no longer a special player. That's what made him special. His ability to leap, his ability to recover, his ability to make an 18-footer about 50% of the time. If he cannot do those three things anymore on a consistent level, he's no longer a special player. And like somebody else had said, if he continues down this path, I don't think he'll he'll be a starter in three years. I think he'll be relegated to the bench. I think people really need to contemplate that his athleticism has waned now. It's leveled out. And we're going to have to deal with those consequences as well.
1: I will actually kind of disagree with you. Yeah, his, his mid-range shot might be shot. And of course, his three point shot has always been shot. But the dude is still hitting 52% from the field, which means in close, he's been very good. And plus, the fact that he is still, when he's healthy or when he decides to go ahead and get out of the street close, he is actually averaging still, what, 24 points a game? Too many ifs. Yeah, I, yeah, nine rebounds G- a game. G-,
4: G. Sean put it best. Uh, Inside, he, he's still going to be doing capable. Well. He's going to be all star capable.
1: I didn't say it, right? he was. I didn't say this Don't is twenty bubble. No, I'm, just kidding. I'm going to argue with. But I didn't say this is. 80, no, you, you 80, didn't pay
4: attention to what Sean said. He's not a special player right now.
1: Oh no, he's he not a top special 20. player. Yeah, but he's not a top twenty player. I know. I get that, but he's still a very no, solid, very no, not even player.
4: that, not even that. No, I'm I'm talking MVP of the league. We were. I was expecting an MVP.
1: Well, that's when he came to the LA. Bubble. Well, Out of the bubble, that's what everybody's. The bubble, he
4: got he got gypped out of the defensive player of the year that year. I think if it wasn't for COVID, I think he would have won it because he was.
1: Yeah, I I know he was unreal that year. Yes, I know. Pass the baton. But MVP, I was expecting.
4: I was expecting MVP AD.
1: Well, that that's gone. That's gone. That
4: he's not special.
1: It's over. You said you said we were going to give him one season. (laughs) Well, it's not quite that over, but I I am beginning to think that the trade Anthony Davis uh, rumors should start to fly now. I think that's something that they have to look at, start rebuilding the team because again, you're looking at that side. I'm still looking as far as the good side, as far as the 24 points a game, two and a half blocks per game, the eight rebounds, the inside shooting is still efficient enough to make up for the mid range and the three point shooting. So I'm still, that could be attractive enough to a buyer to go ahead and say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and, or another team to go ahead and trade for something decent that the the Lakers could get in return. So that's all I'm trying to say is that he's not the MVP candidate that he thought we were going to be coming out of the bubble. He's not going to be that player. He looks like he's never going to be that player. And again, with all these injuries and all these things that just seem to push him back further and further and further, I think it's now time, Joe, that I'm getting off the wait for A D for an entire season train. I think I'm so gonna you do go agree ahead. with Sean then. I do agree with the Sean that we should trade him, but I don't agree with it. He's just like he is just that, you know, the way Sean was no, describing no. Sean it. said
4: he's not special if he doesn't do what he was supposed to do.
1: But he's still doing decent numbers no, he's still not trying. good enough. I know not for it's this special. team. Not for this team. You're going to agree with me
4: whether you like it or not.
1: No, I am not going to agree with you 100%, but you're going to agree with me me. that he should be... There you go. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> just to our just to our listening audience just wanted to let you know joe and i've been throwing headsets right now that's why everybody's uh, laughing but well will, also you need to I let think them he should know be that traded. i really should tonight felt, can i convince me him not being there when they needed him the most i think he needs to be traded and just simple as that
4: i i'm not going that far yet i am uh, i thought I, am I just thought and you know sometimes that's why it's good to talk to other professionals like yourselves I think the way he articulated, the way Sean articulated the special part, it was like a click. It was like, "Yep."
1: And I think it. LeBron could get you a first round draft pick. I still think LeBron could get you, but he's not going to be traded because he's going after the scoring title.
3: He's never going to be traded. He's, he's not never going to get traded. <laughs> no. He's not. No. Just, just stop. Just, just stop. Yeah. yeah no. Lakers it. don't.
4: Yeah. yeah. The, you have he's to not be
3: it's already hard enough to watch the actual games, but when people come up with these ludicrous scenarios... He's not going like, to be traded. He's, he's not going to be, be this traded. Is,
4: this is worse than when, when they were say, people were saying Durant was coming to LA. I'm like...
3: Three things are true. Three things are true. LeBron's not getting traded as a Laker ever. They're never going to trade him. They want it. Whatever... Unless whatever. he wants to. Unless he asks for nope. it. Nope. Nope. I doubt even then. Because they want the, that Laker jersey... Has to be next to that number in the record books. That's the end of the, the. That's what this is about. From for the next three seasons. That's what this is about. Unless somebody great shows up at the doorstep and is like, "All right, we'll play for you guys for thirty million dollars next year."
4: And we're we're, we're about Who's to have that? a lot. We're going Nobody. to have a lockout in two years.
3: No, we're not. No, we're not.
4: We're gonna have a well, lot. The, we'll, 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 there'll be a threat. Issue. There'll be a threat of a lockout. And there will be an agreement that there will be a hard cap in the NBA finally. And then that will spread. That will pretty much kaput the old Laker way of building a team. Now you're going to need to either manage your free agent signing or draft studs. Welcome to the NFL. NBA is going to turn into the NFL. Already is. The parity is there. No one knows who's going to win the championship this year. That, that's not normal in the NBA, and it's been like but that. But that's good
1: of, for the NBA.
4: I, I don't think it's good for the NBA, and I'll tell you why. Dynasties made the NBA. Teams made the NFL. This is a different sport. You need superstars. You Dynasties, Jordan, Magic, Kareem, Bird, Kobe, Dun- Duncan, these are the guys that brought up the NBA, not Chauncey Billups and the Detroit Pistons, okay? Not that one year where Dwayne Wade and won in 06, or 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 Dirk and eleven no. But now's the, the time guys that you move need to the needle
1: superstars.
4: The guys that move the needle are Steph Curry and the Warriors. Look what they did, right? These are the guys that move it in the NBA. I think it's a giant mistake, but it's going to happen. I think it's a giant mistake that they've made it difficult for teams because of all the. I just, I this it, is too much. People are constantly not just sticking with certain things. They one little thing gets swerves this way, they got to adjust with it. Why don't you just let it be on certain things? Let it be. <laughs> Why do you have to change everything every time someone complains? Back in the 90s, I'm, you guys are going to agree with me here for sure, especially you, Gerald. See that? Mine's bigger than yours. Okay? <laughs> in the 90s, they used to say, ah, oh, when they were fighting, they were like, ah, oh, these guys are fighting. Why are these guys fighting? This is not a street fight. And then twenty years later, you cough on someone, and it's a technical tube. Oh, why is they the NBA soft? Well, you a holes were complaining in the nineties when Derek Harper was throwing the uh, Miami Heat players all over the place, and 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 now look at this. Now you 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 throw somebody. Now you're 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 gonna play baseball. You're not gonna play basketball <laughs> yeah. anymore.
1: That's the Joe we all know and love. Sean, I oh, know you man. want to add something in here, so let me mute everybody, and we'll get you going on it, and then the. Uh, Go ahead, and, and then Jamie and, and Joe will share their final thoughts before we head on out.
2: Joe, man, he hit a lot of points there, and we only got about a few minutes here, so I can only go uh, with one of them. I agree with them. The hard cap's coming. There's, there's no question about that. It's going to be a reality whether the PA likes it or not. Unfortunately, in the past, I've been involved in union negotiations, and let me tell you something. Usually all it takes is one like one anomalous case to kind of tip tip the scales to favor one side over the other. And the NBA has three right now. They've got the Ben Simmons situation, they have the James Harden situation, and they also have the Kyrie situation. The owners have three legitimate grievances here. That they can hold against the PA. And the PA is kind of over a barrel here because, one, Simmons settled with the 76ers. So that's really not going to. They don't get any brownie points for that negotiations, especially if there's an arbiter involved. Two, Harden played games with three franchises and. Now, the Brooklyn Nets have to basically pray to the gods that somehow they avoid a situation like the Lakers. But, of course, they're facing down the barrel in about a year or two. The same exact situation. Three, Kyrie. Kyrie decides whether he's going to play or not based on, I don't know, the wind. He's just all over the place. And the hard cap is going to be a reality whether they like it or not. And they can thank those three gentlemen for it because they're going to be the reason why there's ultimately a hard cap.
1: Thank you so much, Sean. I appreciate it as always. It's the Madman, the magic man from also as well, the Toronto. He is, is Sean Grice. Sean, thank you so much for being part of today's show. Want to give you a big shout out. Appreciate it. Hopefully you'll be able to join us on Sunday. We will be back on Sunday. Of course. But before we head on out, I do have Mr. Jamie Sweet. Yami Sweet, the man behind Five Things at Lakerholics.com. Where Laker Tom, who was here earlier today, he had to go ahead and rush off as well Friday night. You know, he probably had some club he had to go ahead and you know hang out at or something like that. You know, that's Laker Tom for you. But before we head on out, Jamie Sweet, any last thoughts on tonight's game or what we can expect for Sunday's game, maybe maybe a turnaround, maybe a win for us, possibly.
3: No. <laughs> no, I, I think you're going to see more of the same. Look, there's the, the problem. You can't, you just can't gloss over the problems. They're just too glaring. You know, it, it, it was one thing when like, it was one thing when we had at least guys on the team. I, I wish we had kept a few of the, I wish we had kept, at the very least, I wish we had kept Carmelo Anthony from last season because you need a guy who just doesn't care. He's just going to shoot. And Patrick Beverly is like that on defense, but you watch these guys, you watch Russ and LeBron collapse the defense over and over and over. And they kick it out to a guy who's got daylight. And that guy does this. And starts to, I don't want to I don't want to shoot it. I I am not shooting well. I'm thinking about it.
1: I saw Pat Bev do that plain as day. He was wide open for AD, like three and it's called gave the ball. Laker.
3: A D does it. Everybody anusitis. does it. It's, 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 it's a new it's, word. Lakers
4: anusitis.
3: Is that a real? Is that it's finish? real?
4: It's is real. A, you go, a, go a, look at the stats. Uh, go ahead, Jenny.
3: Finish up. I'm just, I'm, uh, yeah. Thank uh, you, Dr. Point. Joe Soro. Dr. Yeah, Josoro, appreciate it. I, I might, I might have to get myself checked for that. Maybe I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I should consult my clinic, clinical, clinical, uh, clinical medical professional. My point is, this, look, it's gonna be. We, we've seen it. We know it. I'm thinking Nobody's, of that scene in Fletch. If you know what I'm talking about, oh, I, oh, I do. I, that's a classic baby. <laughs> Moon a classic. Get, your whole th- River. Get your whole fist up there,
1: Doc. <laughs> you you Moon went right
3: past Moon River. You went right past the '90s into the uh, early '80s, late '70s. I'm not sure. I love exactly. that film. Late I '70s. I want to say, but uh, yeah, maybe early '80s. Point being, there's no glossing over the fact that we're playing seven guys who would be the 12th, 13th, 14th man on a championship roster in major roles. You can replace two of those guys and lose Russ and you're inheriting, you're creating basically the same situation. Uh, Buddy Hill's a better three-point shooter than Pat Beverly or Russell Westbrook or whatever, but he doesn't play defense. Miles Turner isn't a great three-point shooter. Um, He can shoot threes, but he won't do it good and he certainly won't do it well here. And He won't do it when we need him to because it's unlikely he'll be on the floor when the game matters because we'll go with guys who are I don't know. I, I just don't trust anything. And all the moves at this point, I'm not impressed with, and I'm, I'm suspicious of the motivation behind them. I consider this to be a brand management season. They're just managing the brand. They're not managing the team. Everybody comes out and says all the right things. Their actions prove otherwise. I go off of what people do, not what they say. And we're just going to see a lot more of this all season long. And so I just, I don't know what people... I, I don't. I don't understand the level of expectation. I guess I, I. I've come into every game, trying to find a level of expectation, and every game I just watch the same. I mean, they, did anybody notice that JTA didn't play tonight? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: The, the <laughs> did anybody notice when Wendy and Gabriel wasn't getting minutes? No. It doesn't matter. Nobody. On the team, outside of LeBron and AD, and I was just making a list of guys who I consider to be better than AD. I got to ten pretty quickly, and I went past oh, ten. I can get to twenty. I just said I he's might soft. be able to get to twenty. LeBron. I mean, he's I got get to twenty. I think we could get to twenty. So if you don't have a top twenty guy next to LeBron for that amount of money, and you, Russ isn't on that list either, by the way, so you got two guys. Oh, I could get LeBron.
0: to
3: hundred. No, be two. No, yeah. Now you're just. Now you're just. Now you're just. Right, now on, you're doesn't... just. And you're taking up your own time. You're the one who's got somewhere to go. You're the one who's got who's got a time constraint. All right, uh-huh. See, now I'm going. I got to start all over. So anyway, when I was twelve, I wanted to. Uh... <laughs> anyway, yeah. Hold on. Let's do. Let's all do this to Joe. Come on, Joe. Uh, anyway, my point is, is that don't. It's like it's like by the time I got to the third Star Wars movie, uh, the pre the prequels, the three that Lucas directed. I went in with negative expectation and I enjoyed the movie a lot. Uh, And so I would just recommend to everybody this season expect to lose and then be happily surprised. Should that not come to pass?
1: Joe, any last thoughts before we head on out? This was again another disappointing performance, and hopefully that the Lakers can turn around on Sunday. But we're starting to lose a little hope here, from what I'm hearing. Oh,
4: well, was oh, I, what happened tonight happened, and I'm happy it did. On the show, we talked about some relevant information instead of the lousy trash bin of a team that the Lakers are. <laughs> and I, I, I have to say, um, first of all, between Sean is. Special comment about ad hitting it out of the park with the grand slam and jamie getting angry. This is probably the best show I've ever been on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's all it takes, that's and then all of course,
4: takes. you know, Gerald, you well, I, I get the fingers, I get the fingers, just, the show, but
1: I get the fingers, I get the fingers. It's end Rob end. Van Dam time, yes, it's Rob
4: Gerald Van Dam time. Van I think Damme. you just need to change your name to Gerald Van Dam.
1: Oh my gosh, I gotta for... change it to something. <laughs> that's for sure but it is the lakers fast break once again the lakers do fall in minnesota 111 to 102 we will be back for more pain on halloween's eve that's right sunday we're going to be back once again the lakers do play denver at home at 6 30 will their fortunes change we'll find out we'll wait and see if you have any questions for us always at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, Lakers Fast Break at yahoo.com. Plus, also, as well, you can go ahead and put your comments even after we go off the air. We do try to answer them between Joe, Sean, myself, and Jamie. We try to go ahead and check it out. Blue Magic and Petting My Cat are already predicting 0 and 6, and I'm not going to go against those predictions, that's for sure. And I'm here in Vegas, so there's no way I'm going to do that. But we do want to go ahead and make sure you go ahead and check. Yeah, Paul, we were waiting for you. We were waiting for you to go ahead and join us. We were actually mentioned you earlier this evening. We knew you could go ahead and tell us to fire ham, and we're not exactly disagreeing with you at this point because fiery, fiery. Yep, absolutely, fiery indeed. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Please go ahead and join us for our Halloween Eve special after the game on. Sunday gonna be around nine p.m. Pacific, so hopefully even people on the East Coast will go ahead and check us out. It'll be the fun to... oh, there you go. Scary, he's already getting into the Halloween spirit. Joe, have you decided on a costume for Sunday show?
4: No, okay. I'm, I'm uh, 44 years old. What are you talking about?
1: That's solid. part of the fun, my
3: friend. Fun. It's good. What do I
4: get? I lose a tooth. I get a, you know, money under my pillow now or what? what what's going on here? I'm, oh I'm a grown ass man, man. I don't get dressed up.
1: It's called team participation.
4: Oh, I I'm, I'm all about team, but I don't no. <laughs> okay. well,
1: I I'm no. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to see if some of us other individuals at Lakers fast break might be in some type of costume, hopefully on Sunday Hopefully, you'll be part of what we're doing on Sunday, too. We truly appreciate, again, you watching and listening. If you get a chance, please go ahead and subscribe below Jamie Sweet. That's Yami Sweet. Just go ahead. Subscribe below him right now. Go ahead and help us out. And if you do, it is sincerely appreciated. Everybody who's listening out there in audio and wherever you get your podcast, big shout out to you. You hit a, a big number for us earlier this week with the Portland game. So thank you so much. Joe is just fan, just yeah he is just so happy that we're one of the top basketball shows in the Philippines. So we truly appreciate everyone out there in the Philippines. Big shout out to you, Salamat as they say. So once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Paul Terry says, Gerald, I'm looking for a palinka costume.
4: Ooh, that might be a good one.
1: There's a joke in there somewhere. So I'm, I'm going to come
4: Sunday as palinka.
1: Okay, fair enough. See, we did something. Paul, you hit it right on the head. There you go once again it's the lakers fast break we are, we're going to try and have a good show on sunday regardless of the result and you know if there is a bad result we're still going to let you know anyways so we truly appreciate you again you watching listening thank you so much for joining us we will be back on sunday night right around 9 p.m pacific always of course right here and we thank you again for checking us out hopefully the tides will turn and the lakers will actually come up with a win on sunday we'll find out will it be a scary time for us Or something different? Find out on Sunday night right here at The Lakers.